0: One of the most polarizing things you can call someone with a disability is inspirational. People either love it or hate it. My name is Nate. I'm a wheelchair user, and I call my show We're the Inspiration, featuring real stories about people with disabilities and some of the people closest to them. These stories are not designed to inspire, just to entertain. On one of the earliest episodes of this show, I talked to a man that I worked with who has three sons, two of whom have disabilities. There's Michael, who has Down syndrome, and Adam with muscular dystrophy. Sadly, Adam passed away some time ago, but something is being done in his honor that I find pretty cool. Here to talk with me about it is Dave Barnhart. Thank you for being the inspiration for another episode. Oh, you're welcome. I don't consider myself an
1: inspiration. It's a great thing to do for Adam, and I appreciate the opportunity to talk about it with
0: you. Before we get into what is happening now, we talked a lot about Adam the last time that we spoke on this show. And one of the things that I don't think we touched on was his love of sports. And as far as I know, that's why, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but that's why a fund is being constructed in his name now.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Adam loves sports from a very early age. I feel as though that was something that was just innately in him because uh, his older brothers are involved in sports and he loved it as well. He's very competitive and uh, he enjoyed sports just like everybody else does. Not only you know the participation and the activity, but also being around other people and, and just having a good time. And so even from the earliest days, he was uh, participating in t-ball and activities like that. As things progressed, we moved into challenger sports, challenger bowling, challenger baseball, and then going on into high school form, too. He was an athlete in his high school? Yes. Actually, Adam uh, and his brother Michael were both part of the very first unified bocce ball team at North Hagerstown High School. And that was the beginning of unified sports in Washington County. Maryland adopted unified sports through Special Olympics very early on, so many years ago, is one of the few states, I think at the time when we started doing unified sports in Washington County and at North High, Maryland was one of, I want to say, three or four states that had this inclusive program in the high school system. So it was very new. It had a learning curve in it, and everybody that was involved From the athletic director at North High to the coaches to the parents and the young people at North High were partnered with the individuals with disabilities. And they were called partners because the folks with the disabilities were considered the athletes. It was a great learning experience, just an overall life lesson that continues today.
0: Now, through the schools, when you say the word inclusive, I know you say that the people with the disabilities were the athletes, but were they... Competing with people that didn't have disabilities?
1: No. The unified sports were meant to actually bring an athlete together with a partner. And the partner would support whatever need they had. In bocce ball, it could have been just helping to line up the toss or just simply to be there to support them, not necessarily do anything at all other than to be their one-on-one coach, cheerleader, support individual, that sort of thing. In Unified Tennis, you have an athlete partnered with a non-disabled individual and they play doubles. So in that regard, you're playing another pair of individuals partnered up the same way. And then with Unified Track, you have individuals who have disabilities and those who do not that are participating in events, running events, field events, and they all work together as a team. So the
0: entire team is what is measured out. It's amazing to me to hear that this was done through the schools. I'm in my 40s now. So, you know, I Mm -hmm. went through high school a long time ago, but I was part of my school's track team for a little bit, but I was the only one with a disability on it. So they didn't really know what to do with me. I know. That's
1: terrific. That's terrific.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I do know of mostly for people, as far as I know, with physical disabilities that I know some programs are for those people in both baltimore and in northern virginia as well i was on a team in northern virginia actually Mm -hmm. because that's closer to where i lived but it surprises me to learn that this was even done through the schools in washington county and yet i've never heard of a program outside of the schools
1: Well, there's Special Olympics, and that was the driving force with unified sports. So the whole idea behind unified being in the school system and not just in Washington County, when we started, it was the first team in Washington County was for bocce ball. But there were other schools in school systems throughout the state that had unified sports as well. Now, it wasn't necessarily in every school. But it would be in the high schools, and it it wasn't necessarily in every high school. But here in Washington County, we literally had participation from every school in the county. So it was very vibrant, still is very, very vibrant. And it grew so that you have three different seasons that have unified sports running.
0: And what we've been leading up to talking about is the fact that in Adam's honor, there is now the Adam R. Barnhart Inclusive Athlete Fund for athletes in Washington County with intellectual or developmental disabilities. So tell me something about how this came about. Well, we wanted to, as you said, we wanted
1: to do something to honor Adam. And we felt, you know, from his love of sports, here's a great way to do so. So we started a fund through the Community Foundation of Washington County We've had some terrific support and folks who've made individual contributions. We've got corporate contributions that have come in. And it's meant to try and help not just the athletes themselves, but also help their families, either with equipment that they might need to participate in a sport or even helping them get to the events. So Mm. let's say, you know, it's something that's going to require someone either staying behind and not being able to go and watch the event. Well, maybe we can help out with, uh, you know, just getting them some support so that both parents can go and watch their athlete uh, participate. Is there a piece of equipment that someone needs to be able to participate in unified tennis? I need a tennis racket. What either I can't afford or I don't know how to go get one fitted or whatever it might be. Okay, let's see if we can help with that. So that's the idea behind the fund that we have
0: with the community foundation. With every team, it seems like unless you're at a certain level, you know, there are those transportation issues as far as not being able to afford to travel as a team. And that's a great way to sort of curtail that expense. When I first heard about the fund though, I sort of started wondering about the differences. And I don't know if you'd know this between the expenses for say physical disability sports And developmental disability sports, because in the sports that I did, there's a wheelchair for every different sport. A tennis chair is different from a track chair, is Mm -hmm. different from a basketball chair. Is it the same sort of thing in these sports or?
1: That's similarly just, you know, it it could be that somebody needs modifications to, like you say, to a a wheelchair to be able to participate in a particular sport or they want to participate in bowling You know, they want to go and and be on a bowling team, but they don't have a ramp or something along that line. And so that's what the fund is meant to help with. Folks can apply for funds. There's an application, an online application that they can complete at the uh, Community Foundation of Washington County's website. In doing so, the applications will be reviewed. And as we have funds available to distribute, we'll get them out there to folks and see how we can help out.
0: And the deadline for that, if I read correctly, August 31st.
1: Yes, August 31st. You go to the Community Foundation website, CFWCMD.org. So it's the Community Foundation, Washington County, Maryland, CFWCMD.org. And you'll find the uh, the application there. We really encourage it can be an athlete, it can be a caregiver, it can be a family member to take a look and see if there's something there that we can help out with. And every application will be reviewed, and we'll just see what we can do. This fund is meant to go on in perpetuity, so we're going to continue to try and get it to grow. There's only going to be so much we can do each year, but we're going to do the best we can each time, and then. As we grow the fund, hopefully there'll be more that we can do as the years
0: progress. This will be the first distribution of funds. And, you know, there are refinements to these things as they go Mm -hmm. every year. Yes. So the people involved will obviously from year to year learn better how to help these athletes.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And you got to start somewhere. (laughs) Sure. Sure we do. Yeah, And we're
1: grateful to the folks who have made contributions. We appreciate it very much. It's a great way to honor Adam. We know that he touched a lot of folks. He just was that type of personality that made a bit of a mark, and he's going to be cheering on for the future. And so the fund is meant to just try and help, like I said, not just the athletes but families who are trying to see to it that uh, everybody gets a chance to uh, be a member of a team.
0: If you're listening to this and you know anybody in Washington County, Maryland, that has a developmental or intellectual disability and they like sports and they want to compete, fill out the application.
1: Yes. That's exactly what we'd love to have happen. You know, like I said, we'll do the best we can with the funds we have to distribute this
0: time around. You know, we're looking forward to helping folks out. I think this was as much sort of a public service announcement as an episode of this podcast, but I appreciate it. That's the way it goes. Sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always interested in hearing about these things and trying to help get the word out myself. And I hope this benefits somebody. We do too. Yeah. We do too. <laughs> I do want to thank you, Dave, for your time and uh, sure. being, being part of another episode. Thank everybody else for listening. Also, remember to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, join our Discord server, and subscribe to our YouTube and TikTok channels. Links will be in the description for those. Until next time, this is Nate Lurie saying you don't always have to do a lot to inspire others.